belly up to the bar of barflies and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the official episode 22 of the Midwestern Butterfly Podcast. I appreciate you all. Thank you all for tuning in, for listening, for downloading, whatever the word is. Oh boy, do I have some explaining to do. (laughs) We'll get to all that. We'll get to the reason why there wasn't a show last week, why we had to push it off to this week. But I hope you're all having an amazing What's the week? I don't know the day. I'm dumb. Uh, 26th. The 26th of the, the 26th of October is when this is coming out. Beautiful week. Beautiful weather. Nice fall crisp day. I'm looking out the window. Holy shit, there's a lot of leaves in the ground. Oh boy, I don't, hope I don't have to rake those. Anyway, before we get into this episode, as always... This show is sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette Shop. That is right. That is our merch store. That is where you can find all the classic, goofy merch that we have to offer. We have t-shirts. We have hoodies. We have long sleeves. We have slides. We have hats. Whatever you can think of, we have in that store. We have plenty of lines as well, like the I'm My Grandma's Bookie line, the Wind Bets Pound Beers line, the What Did I Do line, the Summer Bods Are Overrated line line even though it's becoming winter you can get ready for the summer all that can be yours if you go to the link in the description of wherever you listen to this podcast fill up your cart and use the code mwbfg at checkout for 25 percent off of your order that's right that's mwbfg at checkout for 25 percent off of your order now that that's out of the way and that i'm about to faint because of the long breath i just took there Let's get into today's topics. All right, ladies and gentlemen, to start off this program, I feel like I have to explain myself. (laughs) I feel like I have to explain myself. Now, am I, and I have to explain myself, the reason I have to explain myself, excuse me, is why episode 22 is appearing, is going live this week and not last week, why we had to push it up a week. Now, am I apologizing? I don't think I have to. I think we need to label this as a shit happens kind of situation. I think we need to label this as a Kellen is not smart kind of situation. And you'll you'll understand that in a second. So let me but let me set set it up for you for those of you that weren't following along might not have been following along. So last week, I explained due to the hours I was given at my other job, I had to push the show to Thursday and like off of its normal Wednesday time slot, which was fine. Easy peasy. The way my schedule was structured, I could make it work. And that's what I did. So Thursday morning, I recorded the show. And it, it went went off like it, without a hitch. Had it all saved, had it all ready to go. But that is where the Kellen is not smart part of this story comes into play. So once I was done recording, for some reason, I thought, hey... This would be the perfect time to practice my editing skills, (laughs) to practice editing the podcast, to make them sound better, to make the quality more enhanced and whatnot. Now, for those of you that don't know how I edit podcasts, I take little snippets out here and there that I don't like, that don't sound very fluid, 
But a majority of the time, each one of these segments is just one long take. Because Why? Because A, I, I like that because it, to me, going back to the fluid part, sounds more fluid. But B, if I did try to edit snippets out to try to piece them together better, the way I do it, it would probably sound super choppy and not very pleasing to the ear. If that's the right way to explain editing a podcast. So that's why I do it in long, one long fluid motion, one long, long take. But for some reason on Thursday, I thought to myself, oh, let's practice making it better. Let's try to enhance those so they're not long, long fluid take so that it sounds more like a professional podcast. I did this. And boy, oh boy, did we go down a rabbit hole. I started clicking buttons, turning dials. I'm doing this on GarageBand that I found on my computer, turning little dials and shit. And I thought I was doing good. But then it got to the point where the audio just sounded like poop. Like it was getting really pitchy. Like I was like cutting sections that I couldn't get back. Um, What were other ones? Like the audio like my voice for example was sounding like a chipmunk like one of the uh alvin and the chipmunks and i couldn't get it to revert back to my normal voice basically i went down a rabbit hole that i couldn't get myself out of and then it got to a point where i hit one button and it all just vanished it all just went away the the, my, the whole recording i think i got like 25 minutes out of that damn it all my work just went out the shit just went down the shitter and the worst part, when this happened, it was like seven, eight o'clock at night, and I had no, I had no time to re-record it. I'd get up for work the next day. People were sleeping. I couldn't be my loud, stupid self to make another podcast. So, because of my idiocies, and many of you already know from the post we put on our socials, we had to cancel last week and move it to this week. So. Long story short, lesson learned, unless I have a producer of my own, I am going to continue just doing what I did before. Just don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. That, that's one of my favorite lines in history. If it's not broke, don't, don't try to fix it because then you're going to make it even worse and we're going to have another week like we just did. So as I said before, and as you've seen in articles and posts that we did, shit happens. I'm an idiot. Hand up. That's on me. So hopefully we can continue with this and pretend like it never happened. Even though it will go down in Midwestern Bar Fly Gazette history. Jesus Christ. Alright, so for the second segment of this show. Oh boy, do we have a doozy here. Now, so I found this story. So I found this story. <laughs> Some folks are going to laugh. On Fox 10 Phoenix. And you can read the story because I'll link it in the description of wherever you listen to this podcast. But according to this story, in the San Francisco No Valley Town Square. I hope I'm saying that right. No N-O-V Valley Town Square. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm about to say this. The city is about to put up, is planning to put up a single public toilet. Now when I hear single... I'm thinking of a hut in the middle of town square with one toilet in it. Just one. Like a fancy ass porta potty. 
with like a, a wooden structure, a metal structure around it. Granted, I could be wrong, but that's what I'm picturing. This single public toilet in the middle of this town square is estimate they're estimating to cost 1.7 million dollars to construct. And they're estimating it to be done by 2025. Three years. 2022, three, four, five, three years. I had to count. I'm not smart. To construct a $1.7 million toilet. Now, in regards to the funds of where this money is going, the Parks Department was asked where it's going. The money will include the cost of planning, drawing, permits, reviews, public Public outreach, excuse me, and construction management. Before we continue on to this, I I, I want to I want to pick at a few of those things. It'll include the cost of planning and drawing permits. I could see the government; they're gonna the permit shit's gonna cost a lot. But what are you planning and drawing? I feel like this has got to be the simplest planning process in the entire world. You're basically building a big-ass box, like a big-ass, a nice-looking porta potty out of wood or even metal to withstand the elements. I, fi- I I, could even just take, like, I have, I have my whiteboard, like, you guys know the whiteboard I use for the uh, Barfly Big Board, I, and I have my notes for this segment on there. I could take that and draw a big-ass rectangle with a fancy logo on the front and a few little eccentric eccentricities or whatever the word that's definitely not the right word but a little accents to it like maybe an opening on the bottom so it's not all enclosed maybe like i don't know like a skylight or some shit to make it look a little nice a drawing will take about what it could take me 15 20 minutes and it'll be donezo and when it comes to drawing and planning where the plumbing's going you just find where to dump it off like in the surrounding i haven't looked at it but in the surrounding areas there's got to be more places with toilets in them why not just figure out where to lead it where those are leading to and just leave the plumbing there it, it that's that that's where my dumb brain thinks of and if not if i'm dumb and i don't understand what how plumbing outdoor plumbing works if it's supposed to lead to like another tank of some kind that gets emptied every other day or something like that that seems simple too or even below if it's gonna lead right below where this toilet is supposed to go and a maintenance guy is supposed to come and empty or a maintenance truck supposed to come and empty it every week that it seems simple enough that a five-year-old can do it to be completely honest granted the five-year-old's drawing is gonna have little unicorns and bullshit but it just seems that simple. And it doesn't seem like it's going to take $1.7 million. Like half a mil, 500 grand? That seems a little eccentric too. But 1.7 million, one single toilet. I know I'm rambling. It's just a concept I cannot get through my thick skull. And I must have a thick skull that I can't understand this. But the best part is, it was the next part was the next quote they, they were given in the article. According to the Parks Department, again, any leftover funds from this project will be put towards maintenance and upgrades. What are you... First off, what are you upgrading on a single public toilet? Granted, this is for homeless people, so they might trash the shit. 
But what are you upgrading? Are you going to put a fucking radio system in there? Are you going to put a TV so they can, like, watch the news while they're taking a shit? What? <laughs> what are you upgrading? And then maintenance. How much maintenance do you... Granted, it's a public toilet, so it's going to get destroyed. But how much time for maintenance do you need? I feel like if anything happens, you just come in with a plunger, plunge, plunge, short of the, the fucking toilet being ripped out of the ground. I feel you just walk in, plunge, 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 get all the, get all the shit out of the toilet, clean up the inside, takes you no more than an hour. Takes you no more than, maybe two, I'll give you two hours to clean one fucking toilet. And you want 1.7, the leftover funds of 1.7 million to go to that? San Francisco is insane. San Francisco is insane. And to be honest, going back to the money, let's say, I don't know. Let's say a reasonable amount for this project is 300 grand. Even that might be a little high. But let's say a reasonable amount is 300 grand. You're telling me $1.4 million of remaining funds would go to... Maintenance and maintenance and upgrades. How long would it even take to get through one point four million dollars to maintain and upgrade that one fucking toilet? Five years? Ten? Ten years? And granted, it depends on what you're paying the maintenance department and the, the upgrade the people that are doing the upgrades. Like they must be making a good fucking salary if. My estimation here is correct. 1.4 million would be left over for funds. They must be make, they either must be making a shit ton of money in a in these maintenance departments or somebody else is taking a fat cut of that fund of those funds. But, you know, I I'm not going to speculate. Not going to speculate. Not I'm not saying anything like that. The but what I am saying is $1.7 million. Something is fucked up there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, so you're probably asking yourself, why have I not talked about the Christian, Christian McCaffrey trade? This is a sports-ish uh, sports podcast. Why have I not talked about Christian McCaffrey? Well, it's because I tried to do a segment about Christian McCa McCaffrey. I really did. I wanted to talk about it. It was big news. But you know what? My segment didn't really add much to the situation. What I had to say there, all the talk, talking heads on television already said. So if I were to keep the segment that I was planning on doing, you as the listener would probably go, I already heard this before. I already heard these takes. This is new. This sucks. I'm going to skip to the next segment. And I wouldn't have blamed you. I wouldn't have blamed you. So because of that, I cut that. And I'm going to talk about McCaffrey. In the fantasy football doghouse segment. Why am I going to talk about him here? Well because I have Jeff fucking Wilson. And I'm pissed off. That I have Jeff Wilson. And that this McCaffrey trade happened. Because. Wilson was supposed to be a pivotal part of this offense. Wilson was supposed to be a pivotal flex play every week for me. Because he's a starting. Caliber, caliber tailback. That could get me. What was he getting me? Uh. 
Jeff Wilson. Let me, oh, shit, I should have prepared. He was getting me double-digit points a game, which was fine, which I loved. It, I was happy with it. He was a perfect flex play for me. Behind guys like uh, Jake, Josh Jacobs and Damian Pierce, who I love that I have. Thank you very much. Best running back duo in fantasy right now. But he was a perfect, Jeff was a perfect, perfect flex play for me. And now that Christian McCaffrey's there, it's left me with a problem. Who do I play at my flex? Well, last week was my first shot at that. And thank God I won. Thank the Lord I won. Because I had Devontae Smith out on bye. So I had to figure out a receiver and a flex. Thankfully, and I feel bad saying thankfully, but thankfully I was able to play Jamal Williams from Detroit at my flex. That helped me out, even though he only got me seven points. But my stupid ass thought, oh, let me play Alec Pierce as one of my receivers. Why did I think that? Well, he did go 12, 16, and 13 points respectively over his past three three weeks before week seven. So I thought, that's a respectable plug to put in there while Devontae's on by. But no, Alec Pierce got me six, six points? Six points last week. I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? Six points? Granted, I did win because Josh Jacobs decided to have an absolute day. 143 yards and three touchdowns for 36 points. But if I needed Alec Pierce desperately in that game, I would have been screwed. I would have been absolutely screwed. So thankfully, I got rid of him. And now... Oh, actually, no. Now I, take, I take that back. That's not the worst thing that happened. The worst thing that happened was DJ Moore and PJ Walker decided to play football last week. Mr. DJ Moore... Had seven receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown to get me 19 points. 19 points on my bench. The one week I was like, oh, I think I have a suitable replacement for you after he scored. After he's basically done nothing all year. Granted, he did have a few double-digit weeks, but I mean, he's not. he hasn't been a starting caliber guy. He hasn't been the DJ more that we all know. But then the one week that I go, oh... Let me bench him. He finally breaks out and has a good game. It it wouldn't be as terrible. It would be worse, to be honest. It would be worse if I lost. But just it just infuriates you. That is something in fantasy football that just infuriates you. But thankfully, week eight, hopefully we change things around. Well, no, I, hopefully we keep this going, rather. Because in week eight this week, I don't have Travis Kelsey. I don't have Travis Kelsey to start because he is on a bye. I hate these bye weeks. I'm going to be honest. Side note, I hate these bye weeks. They just are the absolute worst. Because now I have to start Hayden Hurst as my tight end. Hayden Hurst. Now, I know this is like the rich get richer kind of situation where I have a solid team around him and that's just one plug and play. And there's people out there that are clinging to a playoff spot that need every point they get but to go from Kelsey to Hayden Hurst that's a that's a kick to the giblets there that's a little rough but you know what hopefully we keep this season going on the 
in the right direction. Hopefully we don't take a turn for the worse. Hopefully I'm not jinxing myself. But you know what? That's life in fantasy football. That's life. And I'm sorry for a shorter segment this week, but when you're winning like me, not a lot of guys in the doghouse. Not a lot. But, you know, that's just me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in again to the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. As always, I love making these as much as you love listening to them. Hope you all had a great two weeks. I'm very thankful to be back. Don't forget to check out the Midwestern Barfly Gazette shop in the description of wherever you listen to this podcast. Make sure to check out our website, mwbarflygazette.com. we got plenty of awesome blogs, sports picks, you name it, they're there. They are there. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And I will see you next week. Take care. Love yous.